Leviticus 15 podcast, where you'll receive Bible study tools and tips in just 15 minutes. Welcome, everybody, to the Focus 15 podcast. I am your co-host, Chris Orr, joined here by my lovely wife, Katie Orr. Yeah, I didn't forget your name. That was, that was setting you up <laughs> Awkward for Awkward uh, pause. <laughs> what was her name again? <laughs> this is episode six, oh, and uh, we are in the middle of season three. Yes. And today our title is the problem that we're dealing with, the thing that we're trying to answer is, how do I incorporate prayer into my study time? How do I incorporate prayer into my study time? As a pastor, I say things twice so you can write them down. <laughs> All right. So, Katie, uh, why don't you take it away? How can we better incorporate prayer into our study time? Yeah. Well, I think this is one of those things that depends on who you are. I think we're all created differently. We all connect with God a little bit differently, but there are a couple different approaches that you can do. And I kind of just thought through how I like to do it. And I'll say that. And then you can kind of chime in on some things that you like to do or things that you've tried or learned or whatever. But it, it seems like there's at least two approaches when it comes to praying while we study or incorporating prayer into our quiet time, the designated time in which we sit down and read the Bible. And so it seems as if we could compartmentalize or we can integrate. And I often kind of fall back to the compartmentalize where I will, partly because I enjoy journaling, I enjoy just that part, but I don't get to do that a lot because it takes up a lot of time. And so I feel like, oh, what do I do? Should I pray or should I study? And I usually kind of tend towards a study over the prayer. But if I'm like an emotional wreck, <laughs> then I'm usually going to pray over study the Bible. So if I didn't have a lot of time. But anyway, um, but I don't think that that's, I think that there's a better way. I think there's a better way in that we integrate. And there are there are plenty of times where I have more of an integrative approach of praying while I study. And really, there's there's three kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Phases? Phases? Stages? Facets? Steps? I levels. don't know. Not levels, but basically before, during, or after I study. You want to pray before we study. We want to pray while we study, and we want to pray after we study. And I think that that's really a great way Great, simple, easy way to remember how to incorporate prayer into our study time. And so the first part is before. You know, I, I do this often, especially when I speak or teach, leading Bible study at church. I almost always will pray to begin our time together, and I will incorporate in that prayer as we pray about prayer requests or whatever's going on. I will also then turn our hearts to asking God to open our eyes to behold the wonderful truths in your law, which is in Psalm 119, verse 18. Uh, I think it's the perfect verse to to pray. Um, in fact, I'm reading through a book right now called Praying the Bible by Donald S. Whitney. Actually, I finished it, and it's or really Don good. Or Don Whitney. Or Don Whitney, yeah. It he says Donald S. Whitney. He goes by Whitney. both. Okay, so Don Whitney. This is a really quick, easy read. And it's probably one that you could go back to again and again and really um, glean some more out of it. But he basically teaches you how to pray God's word back to him. Because he said we often get tripped up in our prayer because we say the same old things about the same old things. We pray the same old things about the same old things and we get bored with prayer. And so his uh, answer to, hey, 
prayer is boring is go pray the word, which I'd heard before. I just appreciated the way he put this together. It's very easy to understand and very, very practical. It's a thin book. It's very thin, and it's, yeah. So so that's an example of what he's talking about and what I can't remember when I first, it was in college when I first learned it. I think it was from that book, Pray With Your Eyes Open by Richard, Pl- Richard Pratt. Pratt, yes. And that's really good too. And he talked about that, praying God's word back to him. Because sometimes we don't have the words that we want to pray. And so that's really an example where we pray God's word back to him, which is Psalm 119, open my eyes that I may behold wonderful things from your truth. Because the reality is if God doesn't open our eyes to what we are reading, then it's just, we're just reading any other book in, in some ways. I mean, yeah, and I would say that more than uh, getting tripped up in even the before, during, and after, uh, and what should I pray when, is more of a posture of mm-hmm. your heart. Because anytime we come to God's Word, we want to start out with humility. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are coming to genuinely study, you are coming humble, because what you're saying is, I don't know everything, and I need to learn, so God teach me. Mm-hmm. And so that is a that is a humble thing to do. And so why not put your heart in line with what your uh, mind and, and your body are trying to do mm-hmm. by praying, God, show me, God, you know, uh, I'm coming to you to learn, mm-hmm. you know, just being humble mm-hmm. and allowing God to speak through his revealed will, yeah. which is his word. Yeah, I think that's a great point that we ought to come to God's Word in in a humble fashion, and our, our prayer is going to help us that. So if we're always praying, God, open my eyes, <laughs> to, to show me what you want me to see, um, or He may even immediately show us that we've got unconfessed sin. You know, we need to practice confession first before we go to God's Word. And so even though I was kind of joking around with that compartmentalize it and that, well, not joking around, but, you know, it, it may not be the best approach, but sometimes it's what we need to do. Sometimes... It is better to spend 15 minutes in prayer and never crack open our Bible if we've got hard things that we need to deal with. You, you know what I'm do you know what I'm saying? Like if we if we've got confession we need to make, if we have a prideful heart, then we need to make that right before we can you know, hope to hear something from God's word. Yeah, I'm just stuck on the idea of cracking open a Bible. Do you keep yours in a shell? <laughs> oh, gosh, I didn't know why sort? you were looking at me funny. I thought, what heresy did I just say? <laughs> All right, so that's before. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so that's before and then during. So in Luke 24, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples after he has died and risen from the dead. He, sa- he says, these are the words that I have spoken to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. And then verse 45. And I mean, he, and he's been saying this as long as he's been with them. Like, even before he died, he kept, he kept alluding to all this stuff. And the disciples are just looking at him like, what? Like, they didn't, they didn't get it. So many things. Wait, so your crazy egg Bible also has facial expressions? <laughs> no. So many things went right over their heads. They just didn't, they didn't get it. And this is such a cool verse. Verse 45 says, Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And it was like light bulbs went off all, all of a sudden because it was dependent on Jesus enlightening their minds and opening their eyes. So it kind of harkens back to, I just said hearkened. It just, it kind of goes back to that Psalm 119 
verse. Um, but that's something that we can pray also, especially when we come to something that we go, I have no idea what this means. Yeah. We can say, God, can you help me understand what this means? And he's probably, he may not always answer that prayer right in that moment, but he's going to provide maybe a commentary or you can go to a friend or your pastor or somebody to help you know, to ask, he might bring somebody to mind or bring across an article or something. He will provide what you need to know in order to be able to understand that that verse. And yeah. sometimes it might be years later. I've had that happen where years later it was like, oh, the light bulb went off. So, yeah, for me, you know, when I get to a spot where, especially in sermon prep, where I'm, I'm just stuck and mm-hmm. can't go forward, it seems like. Oftentimes, the reason is because I'm doing it in my own strength mm. and stopping and praying uh, kind of resets. And then all of a sudden, it just kind of it, it clicks and makes mm-hmm. sense. And so uh, I think the same can be true even if you're not writing sermons. Um, even in your own personal study, mm-hmm. you can see that be helpful. Yeah. So. Yeah, so pray during, ask for help, but then also, I think, affirm. As you see something that's like, wow, that's really neat, or just a reminder of it says that God is faithful, then in your heart or out loud or on a piece of paper, however it works for you, just praise God right in that moment. Stand up and say, amen. And say, wow, God, I am so, I'm so grateful that this happened. Or if you're studying in Ephesians, I've been, it seems like I've been in Ephesians a lot. And actually a bunch of us are getting ready to read Ephesians. That's the next free reading plan. Side note plug here. If you want to learn more about that, go to katieord.me backslash Ephesians, and there's a 12-day reading plan. And so in Ephesians, you know, we're going to learn a lot about, well, before Christ, you were dead in your trespasses, this and this and this. But God, in His great mercy, He, I mean, just loads, I mean, buckets full of truth, bucket. Oh, why do I even try? Why do I I even try? Anyway, tons and tons of truth. Pages, if you were to write them all out, it's going to be pages and pages of truth. And so as you write them out, be like, wow, thank you, God. Yes, I'm so grateful that I have been adopted. I'm so glad. I praise you for the life that you've given me and, you know. All, all of those the spiritual blessings. So that's another example is just to affirm those truths, to turn them back into praise towards God. Do you have any other things about during? Well, just, I mean, if you're a compartmentalizer, you could save those things to the end. You could. And there's not, you know what? It's not, it's not right or wrong. It's just what works for you. Okay. Um, and then after... Okay. Um, James one twenty two. you know, it, James is very practical. There's a lot of practical uh, truths given there. And, um, you know, we want to be careful not to, he talks about not, uh, we want to apply God's word. And, and if we don't apply God's word, it's like we look in the mirror and we forget, we walk away and then we forget what we look like, you know, mm-hmm. like we need to immediately apply what we've learned. Be hearers and doers of the word. Yes, be hearers and doers of the word. Um, So not just hearing, but also doing. And I'm I'm very, I've always been guilty of this. I love to study. I enjoy getting in there and, and getting all my colored pencils out and my pretty journals and whatever, just do all that stuff. But then I tend to just kind of close it up and, and walk away and not really do the work of, of, praying and asking God, what do you want me to do in light of what I have learned? And so just, I've gotten better at that over the years, but especially early on, I just, it was just puffing up a bunch of knowledge in my head, but I still had tons of bad attitudes that I wasn't even dealing with, even though I knew them to be 
you know, not not the best thing for me. Um, so you can ask another another verse that comes to mind is is it Psalm fifty one? Search me, O God, and know my heart, and see if there's any wicked way in me. Is that so- Psalm fifty one? Sounds right. I didn't look it up ahead Again, of time. Again, copious amounts of preparation. That's what we get for we get Google though. You can just Google if you really want to know what yeah. a reference is. Just Google it. But we know that verse. Like, ask or try me, oh God. Search me, oh God, and try my heart, and let me know if there's wicked way in me. And I think that that's a great way to wrap up any study. Is to once we have identified what is the main idea here, then we need to modify. We need to. Be able to say, okay, this is what I'm seeing, and here's where my life is. Here's what I believe. Here's what I'm acting on. Do they match up? And that takes, again, that humility of being able to, to say, I'm not right. I, I need I need help here. Um, anything you would add there? Yeah, so going back to the posture uh, and humility that you just mentioned, I'd say the posture at the end is not necessarily humility. I mean, of course, you should always be uh you know, have a posture of humility towards God and others, but more, I would say, the dominant posture at the end would be resolve. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. now I am resolved to put into practice that which I see in the Word. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't have that sort of resolve, chances are you're not gonna, you're not really gonna apply it. And that's true. I mean, you see that in every area of your mm-hmm. life. Anytime there's something to do, if you're not really resolved to do it. You know, as soon as something gets tough, you're just going to bail. So yeah. uh, more of that, God, you know, give me the endurance to uh, to carry this out, to see mm-hmm. this through, and give me, you know, grace when uh, when I bail, <laughs> grace mm-hmm. when I fail. So <laughs> Grace when I bail and grace when I fail. You're a poet. Amen. You didn't even know it. <laughs> so bad. Oh, my. All right. Well. I'm sure there's so much more that we could say about prayer. There's definitely much more that we could say about prayer, but just really trying to zone it in on specifically how to incorporate prayer into your quiet time or your Bible study. So uh, we'd love to hear how you incorporate prayer into your Bible study. So if you have extra tips or any books or resources that you have found helpful, then let us know. We'd love to hear them. So, all right. Well, you guys have a great week, and we will catch you next time. All right. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you've enjoyed these tips, share it with a friend. To learn more about Chris and Katie and the Focused 15 ministry, go to Focused15.com. Have a great week.